0: good coffee everybody hey it's time for morning coffee with larry and i'm glad you're joining me today it is going to be a fantastic day and i wish you all the luck in the world because you're gonna need it it's friday the 13th (laughs) friday the 13th of december so stay away from um now, who was it on Friday the 13th? Freddy Krueger was Nightmare on Elm Street, and it's either Jason or Michael on there. I don't know. Did any of you ever see that movie? Came out, I think, in the 80s. It was called Saturday the 14th, and it was a spoof on all these, you know, goofy horror films that center around Friday the 13th. So, <clears throat> I never. I don't remember if I ever saw it or not. I'm not a A huge fan of those movies. I don't like being overly scared. That's only increased (laughs) in the years. Uh, But anyway, happy Friday the thirteenth of December to you. That means that we are what is it like twelve days from Christmas. So uh, we were talking last night uh, uh, that uh, we have some still some serious shopping to do for Christmas. So I think that may be part of the weekend plan. So if you're around here, you may see us busily uh, spending money. <laughs> oh, but it is Friday. I love Fridays. It gets me out of my little uh, four by ten foot hole where uh, where I do my work during the week, and I get to I get to see the sun. I get to spend time outside. And, and actually see sunlight, and I am so looking forward to that this weekend. Um, there's just so many things that I need to do, and I have to have sunlight for it. And it's kind of hard whenever you, you know, the sun is just coming over the horizon when I'm driving to work, and uh, it's already below the horizon whenever I'm, I'm leaving uh, to go back, uh, to come back home. So, I am, uh, I, I look forward to weekends. And I guess, what is it? The 20, is it the 21st, the uh, winter solstice, 21st, 22nd, something like that. So, that's coming up quick, too. And you know what that means? We're moving towards summer, finally. We're moving in that direction. <laughs> uh, but we have a new visitor in the house here briefly. Um, We have, sitting on top of our wiener dog's kennel, because she can't be trusted to be in the house without being supervised, and that's even in question. We have a large kennel sitting on top of that kennel that has a duck in it. It's one of our uh, female ducks that we have, and something is going on with her eyes. And so we have her inside, uh, so we can kind of get a better perspective on what's going on, and and my wife is checking with people in her Facebook duck groups. Yes, there are groups on Facebook for ducks, for people who have them, as well as multiple ones for goats, and chickens, and horses, and every other barnyard critter you could imagine. And so, <laughs> anyway, we hopefully will have some ideas of what to do for this this duck. Um, I wonder if she's going to lay an egg in the kennel. I don't know. I mean, when they're stressed, they don't typically lay, uh, or they don't lay as often. <clears throat> but she she's an adorable little duck. She's brown, and, and uh, we want to do everything we can to help her. <laughs> but today, I wanted to take a little bit of a lighter side. We've had a couple of heavier topics, and I thought, let's just keep it here. Kind of light and fun, with a couple of fun uh, little little memes <clears throat> that have floated through. And the first one is, "How middle aged are you? How middle aged are you?" And I'm going to start by saying, I did something kind of dangerous. I um I started thinking, "What is middle age?" Okay, so if we think of, we could think about it and. I guess, a couple of different ways. One would be, you know, you take the average lifespan, you divide it into thirds, and uh, the middle third is middle age. Or you could take childhood out of it, and just because you don't really, you know, when you're thinking about, you know, middle age or elderly or young adults, you're really not, cont- uh, you know, taking in the, the kids into consideration. <clears throat> so um, uh, I thought, well, let's just kind of divide things uh, that uh, in a way where we have a separate area for childhood. So when I was doing that, <clears throat> if you take the average lifespan, if you just say 72, and I know it varies, you know, depending on what you look at, but I'm going to just say the average uh, lifespan is 72. And you take that and you divide that by four and you get 18. Okay, well, that works convenient. You take that first group out as childhood, and that's 18. So the you've got the the first stage of of adulthood would be young adult. So that would go from 18 until you add 18 to that, and you get 36. Okay, so a young adult is from age 18 to 36. So let's add another 18 on to see the range here for middle adulthood or middle age. And that would be, whoops, take 36 plus 18 equals, so 36 to age 54. <clears throat> okay, people, this is where it got kind of serious. I'm 54. I can accept the fact that I'm middle-aged. But what this, what's this bullpucky about, on my next birthday, I'm no longer middle age, Because then you add 18 to that, and that takes you up to age 72. So what I may need to do is I may need to change this life expectancy. What do I, how old do I expect to be? Well, <clears throat> I, th- I think 120 sounds good. So let's take 120, divide that by 4, and then we have 30. So now childhood kind of extends from birth to age 30. Okay, I'm okay with that because you just can't trust 20-year-olds. 20, 20 and then you add another 30 to that, so middle age goes from 30 to 60. Okay, I can I can handle that. And then old age is 60 to 120. Okay, I can I can live with that that kind of view. So, let's <laughs> see. All you have to do is massage the numbers around. You get whatever you want. So uh, anyway, how middle aged are you? Score one point for each statement that fits. And this is uh, claimed by I might be funny. Yeah, you might be, buddy. I don't know. you're you're you're, you're traversing on dangerous territory. <laughs> okay, so we got 15 things you keep track on your hands. Uh, One point for each statement. We do not have a scoring key, so um, we'll just have to figure it out. Number one, you can't sleep past 9 a.m. All right, I'm here to tell you I have never been able to sleep past 9 a.m. I think, in all seriousness, I've probably slept past 9 a.m. no more than five times in my entire life. That just doesn't happen. Number two, you can't start a movie past 9 p.m. Amen to that fact. If you're going to start it, you're, I'm probably going to stop it because I tell you, I've been falling asleep early. Uh, not to the happiness of my wife. Uh, she would like to stay up a little bit later, and I just, I just fall asleep. I have phones falling out of my hands, too, because all of a sudden I fall asleep while I'm trying to stay awake. Number three, you call your children for tech support. Yeah. How many of you do that? Uh, my kids impose their tech support upon me. <laughs> I used to be on top of this. I was a techie kind of guy. That's kind of sad. I've got to get back on top of that. Number four, you used to fix typos with whiteout. Yeah. Kids don't even know what whiteout is. Middle agers do, old people do. I still, it still cracks me up. There was a person I worked with. And they, they literally, they lost track of, of themselves when, the, when they were using word processors, you know, in the early days back in the 80s. And they took and actually unintentionally put whiteout on the screen. That was hilarious. <clears throat> All right, number five, you've called a 30-year-old a kid. Yes, I have. As a matter of fact, I have routinely said, I jokingly, but I routinely say, I don't trust anybody in their thirties. They're not; they're they're too young to handle anything. I don't trust their judgment. <laughs> Sorry to all my thirty-something friends. Uh, number six, you swap ailment stories with your friends. <sighs> yeah, yep, I do, and you know what? I I've got this shoulder thing going on. Over here on my left arm that I just don't know about. Do any of you have those shoulder issues? Okay, number seven. You're on Facebook, but not Snapchat. I don't get Snapchat. I do not get that. Um, It's like I do Facebook, I do YouTube. I do not do Snapchat. I do not do Instagram. I do not do... I, I tried checking out TikTok, and... I just, no, I'm just not into TikTok. Vine was kind of the sim, a similar way, but nope, I'm just kind of a facebook kind of person. So I guess that makes me middle-aged. Number eight, you write appointments on a paper calendar. I have to admit, I have progressed. I, I do have digital on this one now. We actually have a, a common family calendar so we can see everybody's schedule. The 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 everyday schedule is now pretty well dwindled down just to... Uh, my wife and I and my mom. Uh, but, uh, yeah, some people are still using those paper calendars. If you are, raise your hand with pride. You are a middle-ager. Um, number nine, you're not quite sure how you got that bruise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How many of you are doing that one? Okay, Uh, number 10, you gain weight just by being near food. Yeah, Yeah, because if I'm near food, I'm usually shoving it in my face. So, yep, you're gaining weight by being near food. Your metabolism has changed if you are a (sighs) middle-ager. Number 11, you go to the bank to make a deposit. Well, duh, you got to take your check or your money to the bank and make a deposit. Except I know that, like my kids don't, they have these, these apps that let them scan a check and they don't have to deposit it, and that's just kind of weird. Um, don't necessarily like that. <laughs> number 12, you've dialed a rotary phone. Well, of course I have. We all did if, if we were this age. Um, number 13, you don't know what a visco girl is. V-I-S I'm sorry V-S-C-O girl is yep I'm raising my hand I did not know that I did have to look it up to find out so I'll let you look it up to find out it's not going to overwhelm you it's going to make you shake your head and say really they put a a, um, a title on that but anyway number 14 you still have a landline well, when we moved to the new house, we got rid of the landline um, because we, we were keeping the landline Well, for people who knew that phone number. And then also uh, we had DSL. But in the new house, we have it differently, but we have a pseudo landline. It's um, uh, what do they call it, Magic Jack. And we have that just for my mom. So she has a phone that is hooked to the wall. And it's the same old-fashioned kind of phone, except we did get a new twist on it. It has photos uh, on each of the keys for speed dial, and that allows her to, if if she does have uh, some sort of a memory or a confusion issue, and she and she realizes she needs help, she can just push the face, and uh, and will be able to uh, do that. Uh, but otherwise, we wouldn't have one, so I don't I don't meet that one. And number 15, you can't find your glasses that are sitting on top of your head. I am ready to bust out laughing with that one right now. Do you know why? My glasses are sitting on top of my head right now. And until I read this, I wasn't even aware that they were sitting up there. Um, So So how middle-aged are you? That's a good one. I like that. I've got another funny one on here uh, for today. And this one, uh, many of you probably don't relate to it, but I'm going to just share it with you anyway uh, because I fit into that. And it's titled, You Know You're a Beekeeper When... And uh, if you've missed podcasts where I've mentioned it, I am a beekeeper. I've been a beekeeper since 2010. And um, I would say that probably the past two years, I have been more of a bee haver than a beekeeper simply because I've been neglecting my bees uh, because the goats and horses and other things here at the farm and the new house and trying to get things squared away has taken enough of a priority that I have been neglecting my bees. So I am making a vow. I'm raising my hand in in pledging that I am going to pay more attention to my bees this year. I did uh, uh, agree to be the president of the Crossroads Beekeepers again for this coming year to try to to help move it uh, uh, and get, you know, uh, get, get it moving in a, in a positive direction and with uh, a lot of uh, uh, involvement. Involvement has kind of dropped off some. So uh, the current president was needing a break, and I can relate to that. So anyway, you know you're a beekeeper when. Let's see. I've got to make this bigger. <laughs> the type is too small. So, number one, there is propolis on the steering wheel of your car and at the bottom of your boots. Propolis is this sticky substance in the beehives. And they actually use it for its antibacterial, antiviral properties. And uh, it sticks on everything. And yes, I have had it all over my steering wheel at times. And it's very hard to get off. Uh, number two. You were called the bee man or the bee lady by lots of people who don't know your name. And yep, I, I have been the bee guy uh, for quite a while. Number three, there is a bucket of something in your garage that can only be good for smoker fuel. Um, yeah. Cause you, you have your bee smoker uh, that you use to calm the bees down. It doesn't put them to sleep, but it disrupts their communication so they don't, you know, want to attack you. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of times there's been buckets of, Hey, don't, don't throw this out. I use this. Number four, the windshield of your vehicle has at least two yellow dots on it. Um, I'm not sure if they're implying that you've hit the bees with your windshield or they have landed on your windshield and have dropped, uh, Uh, Yellow pollen on it So I'm not sure which they're applying there You have come home Smelling like a campfire And you have not been camping (laughs) Yeah Uh, After I've been out there in the hives A lot of times I have to take a shower Because I do smell of smoke Number six You're keenly aware of the first and last freezes Of each winter Uh, Not so much me But a lot of people are Uh, They know when that takes place because it has to do with blooms and when you uh, feed your bees in the spring and and stuff like that. You don't mind driving home with a few bees inside your car. (laughs) That is always fun when you have other people with you and they don't care that much for bees and they're just kind of freaking out, but that has happened on numerous occasions. Uh, There was one that was sitting on my seat, uh, actually on the backrest of my truck, and when I hopped in, I pushed up against it, and it stung stung me in the middle of my back where I could not reach. Yeah, that was not fun. You've gone through the checkout line buying nothing more than a load of sugar. I have to tell you the funniest story. Uh, In Effingham, Aldi's... Typically has the best price on sugar, and you use sh- you mix sugar water in a one to one solution, and use that in the spring to feed your bees uh, to uh, to make sure that they you know until the the full uh, uh, blooms come on in the spring uh, and and they can get their own nectar. You you supplement them with sugar water feeding, and I went through. <laughs> Actually, I guess it was in the fall because I was going to make candy boards as a winter subs- uh, supplement, and <laughs> I think I had twenty some four pound sacks of sugar. And I'm I'm walking, I'm I'm in line, and I, I'm coming up to the the checkout, and the the person who was checking out before me turns around, looks at my shopping cart, looks at me. The cashier looks at the shopping cart, looks at me with absolute bewilderment. And I just simply said, I've got a hankering for sugar cookies and just left it at that. <laughs> oh, that was funny. At least I find it funny. All right. Number nine, you know the bloom period of more local flowers than your state horticulturalist. Yep. Yep. You know when those things come into play. And number 10, your family and friends know exactly what they're going to get for Christmas. Uh, this year didn't. I didn't harvest anything uh, this year, so no one's getting honey for Christmas this year. But yeah, that's that's been the present at different times. All right. Well, tell you what, that is it for today. I hope you have a fantastic day. Uh, weekend, get out there, enjoy it. We were supposed to have, the weather forecast was to have a big dump of snow for like tonight and tomorrow, and then they changed the forecast. Uh, I'm just going to pull up here really quick and see what is in the 10-day forecast. Uh, tomorrow, 40% chance of cold drizzle, a high of 38, a uh, high of 31 on Sunday, and chance of light snow. So they took the six inches of snow completely out of our forecast, and I'm okay with that. And uh, we'll have chance for snow later. Okay, everybody, you have a great one. Make the most of it, and we will see you on Monday for some morning coffee with Larry. Bye-bye.